Let's go. <laughs> Take two. We're back. We're always back. I'm, it's Sunday. It is. We need a real intro. Well, the, you're in charge of that. I'm just here for comedic relief oh, and yeah. providing mostly false information, as Facebook would say. <laughs> All right. I'll work on that. I just have terrible taste in everything. And you so. married me. <laughs> well, this week... Less eventful farm-wise than the other weeks. I feel like there was, like, some events, and I've forgotten about them. Well, the main one, which I guess we can jump right into... Jump, jump, jump. Um, The second batch of chicks... Did we talk about that? No, we didn't no. talk about that because we did the last podcast last Sunday. Right. So and these... there was no developments on our second batch of chicks. I know, okay. Until Thursday. Don't ruin the fun. Well, we're going to talk about it. Spoiler alert. Okay. There's spoilers. <laughs> we're just letting you know how well, our week went. <laughs> no. Well, the last time that we left off, mm-hmm. we had been talking about our very first batch, the one that did okay. It did terrible. And we were talking about how we thought we had calculated the timing wrong. So there's a lot of debate on when you start the clock, so to speak. There's not debate. There is debate. No, you just were supplied no when i researched it there is debate more people going with the new way but clearly our new way isn't foolproof okay so what you how you try and we can let the listeners Mm -hmm. correct either me or you (laughs) pretty sure i can correct you Uh so the way you were trying to explain to me is when it goes in the incubator that's day one right right then right and to me, I'm like, I mean, no and yes. No and yes. <laughs> so when you put it in the incubator, right, mm-hmm. in 24 hours, that means it's been in there for one day. Right. So you are beginning the the second day. Mm-hmm. But the way that you're trying to say it is that would be day three. And I'm like, no, it's not. All right. That was a really confusing way of explaining it. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, There's 24 hours in a day. Okay, the Nate, first wait, minute you put it in is not day one. It's day zero. Okay, okay. I guess that's the point. So there are two ways that people do it. You can either count from the moment that you put the eggs in, that starts day one, or that starts day zero. Oh, can you hear a dryer in the background? Yeah, who knows, maybe. High-quality podcast. Um, anyway, so the first time that we did the first batch, we started the clock the moment that we put them in. So we said day one well, for that. you did. I didn't. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, they take 21 days. Like, 21 days is their due date, so to speak. So they should usually, on in the perfect situation, they should, like, pip late on day 20 and then hatch on day 21. With your hands? They can't see your hands. Nathan... Do I need to restart this podcast no, you, and take a break to, to just me, throttle you? You used to get me on that There's all the time. And now between, I don't do it. And now you're doing it. There's a difference between talking with my hands and like tapping. You're still talking with your hands. You're talking with your hands to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Now what the heck was I talking about? You were talking about 20 in the perfect world, 21 days. Okay. So basically, 21 days is their due date. Well, with our first batch, they didn't even pip until, like, day 22, and they hatched on day 23. Right, but that was day 22, according to how you were calculating it, whereas the first minute, that that's day one. So then in right. 24 hours, that's day two, when really they've physically only been in the incubator right. for 24 <laughs> hours and one minute. Yeah, okay. Um, so, they, so, they, so they pips... On the correct day that you would assume would be... I feel, they I, picked on 21 days of them being in the incubator. Okay, I feel like we're explaining this really terribly and I'm <laughs> trying to concise it. So, <laughs> let me concisely say it. Okay. Okay, I just need to... Okay, we had to take a bicker break <laughs> for a second. I didn't say bigger. <laughs> anyway, okay, I'm trying to explain something really quick so let me do it as quickly and concisely as i can basically we did it a weird way the first time and they hatched late because of the way that we counted it if we had counted it from the day that we put it in as day zero then it would have worked out perfectly essentially 
So the second batch that we put in, we did it the new way. So the day you put it in is day zero. Well, instead of hatching on time, they hatched early, like really early, like on day 19, two of them hatched, which is really confusing because now if we had done it the way that we had before, then they would have hatched on time. And that's, I guess that's essentially what I'm trying to do. What the first batch, we did it, I guess the whole thing is just really confusing without when I'm talking about it. But anyway, it's just ironic that each way that we've done it has felt wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. It's just the way that you're count like, way counting. You know? I guess so. So I guess moral of the story is you really don't know when they're going to hatch. Like, it's it's just a time range. I mean, and in a window, you know? Yeah. And I think I just hadn't counted on that. I thought it was going to be more exact and, like, more of a, I don't know, like, we put them in on this day, and then they will hatch on that day. Because we had kind of planned the delivery dates around that. You know, we had hoped that they would hatch on a Friday, so then we could give them to people on that Saturday. And then yeah. neither of the, the first girl. ones hatched late on, like, a Sunday and a Monday. And then these hatched on, like, a Thursday. Yeah. So either way. Them, I'm going to try to drop them off tomorrow after work. So. Yeah. Randy, your chicks are coming tomorrow after work. And they I'll, are. I'll message you in a little bit. <laughs> and they are well fed. Let me tell you that. Oh yeah, they definitely are. You forget how much they eat. I mean, they, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're animals. Yeah. Yeah, they eat. And I guess this is actually like the biggest batch that we've had at one time. We've it had is. a bunch of little small batches because we have how many in there? Thirteen. I don't know. We got no. We had twelve. Okay. Nine and three. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So, and we have, and we got, we put a big batch in mm -hmm. following up. And I, so, all right. So let's dis. All right. Do you want to talk about the chickens that hatched again anymore? Anything? Anything about them? No, I was just gonna say like it's kind of screwed up our timeline now because since they. The first yeah, one's hatched yeah. late, and then so then we had to put in the next batch late, but then the next one was early, right, and I now, feel like everything's screwed up But now. now that we're not, like, chicken chicken hatcher virgins, like, mm -hmm. it's, like, we're not, like, oh, my gosh, look, look, it's hat it, it pipped. Oh, yeah. let's stare at it for the next 12 hours. Yeah, I do like to do that, though. It's really I know you like to do that. <laughs> I just kind of continue living my life, but... Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I like it. It's cool. Like, I think it's cool. Like, we're, yeah. we're raising chickens. But so let's let's briefly discuss our hatch percentages and why we think that what we think is going on. So our okay. so our hatch percentages have not been great, but there's a couple things that we're taking into account. So the first batch, you cheated on me and candled all the time. Yeah, I did when I wasn't even home. Yeah, so then you would candle them also with me. Well, to which I would also candle too much because I wanted to know. Right. That's well, how we are. I thought you weren't going to candle. Like I thought I did not expect you to also be candling. So we probably candle them them things like like at like three times as much as you should. <laughs> I candled mine every day starting on day two, and they all fertilized. They were all fertile, which is um, great. Yep. But then three out of seven hatched. Yeah. Which is not great. Not good. Not good. But we think that it was because of the candling issue and probably temperature issue mm -hmm. and certain other things. Like, not, we didn't, you know, we were handling them so much and weren't washing our hands before mm -hmm. we handled them, which I hear can be. I mean, when I start hearing things like that, that's like when people on those online forums tell you, Anytime you're like, oh, I need help with this. What do you think about this animal, blah, blah. And, and people are always like, oh, you need to go to the vet. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, in a perfect world, like, yeah, handle mm -hmm. them, like, only with gloves. Or, like, mm -hmm. make sure you scrub down before you get in there. I mean, can it affect it? Sure. I mean, it can. Mm -hmm. But, and it, but I mean, maybe with the frequency that we did it, it might have... Yeah, we're just trying to nail down because, like, the candling thing—that's a super easy <coughs> fix. And yep. even though and it, I think we fixed it, well, I think we can eliminate it from it being a potential issue 
with with this next batch or with going after that batch? Well, I think I think the one after that, but each batch we've candled less. Like those yeah. leghorns, the first ones, they we were the all most all the time. And then this one we did it less. Yeah. And um and so then with the each next batch, one we've only candled one time mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. And I think that's going to be pretty much it. We I think we're going to spot check them as they go into the hatchery incubator, mm-hmm. right? That's that's the plan. Yeah, I think and so. And then in there, which is what we did with these. Mhm. And we pulled one dud out, or when I say these, I mean the one that's, that are going to hatch before our next podcast. Mm-hmm. We we candled them as they went in, and mm-hmm. we found one dud and I think two or three. We couldn't quite tell. They're pretty full, but maybe not. I mean, they're definitely really full. Mm-hmm. But one was a definite dud. And it seemed like that one, we should have we found them earlier. Well, you know, maybe not, because maybe now we're not candling anymore, which mm-hmm. I, I like. Yeah, me too. So, we got that going on, but we're also working out the kinks right now. We're brand new to to the whole. We we're diving in pretty hard on the chickens. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say over over our head. I mean, chickens are chickens, and mm-hmm. you know, I feel like we we got plenty of land for chickens. They're pretty low commitment. I mean, for yeah, animals. the main goal is we want to have. So, and I was talking to you about this earlier. We want to have everything ironed out before. Mm-hmm. our uh, meat chicken parents are mature because right. once they're mature that's when our farm is going to be like into the whole like chicken for profit basically right like i mean yeah right now we're making a little bit of you know, money selling eggs and chicks and mm-hmm. nothing crazy just basically covering feed costs and right stuff. but when we have the parents of what will be the meat chickens mm-hmm. it will be Hey, we have an we have an order for we need mm-hmm. fifty meat birds, right? And so I can't, and we can't expect to say, all right, well we pulled sixty, we we packed the incubator, sixty four mm-hmm. eggs, packed it, and we'll hatch about forty percent. Like no, you can't. That's yeah. unacceptable. No, mm-hmm. unacceptable. So we need to find out if the issue is that it, it's either with the incubator or it's with the things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it's a deficiency in the birds, which is something that I kept bringing up to you and mm-hmm. you didn't really, you know, you don't really agree with that, but we don't yeah. know yet. So we're mm-hmm. eliminating things step by step. Yeah. If we put them in the incubator and we never touch them, never touch them the whole time, then if they don't hatch, we know that it's not something we did. Right. Right. At all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like we, you know, we need to we need to check them at least one time. Yeah, you know, just to see if they're fertile or not, because that's an easy one, mm-hmm. at least for your white and and lighter brown eggs. The 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 americanas and the darker ones. God, they're they're so hard to see through. <laughs> I'm losing faith in the americanas. I know. I don't know what's going on. Almost all, none of our blue eggs have made it to the end. They had like, never, none of them have been upgraded to the hatchery incubator. Yeah. We pulled them all. And even we were, remember, we were confused and we cracked six of them mm-hmm. that we weren't going to put in and none of them were growing. Yeah. Yeah. But we, then we, but then we, cra- so then we crack a couple to eat because I was mad and I was like, all right, well, we're going to keep these to eat. And we cracked them and they're fertile. Yeah. I know. Or we it's, think, we think, we think fertile. so, unless we're in misunderstanding what. I don't it think we're misunderstanding like because we cracked some that. Other eggs that weren't fertile. Right. And then we crack them and they get the little bullseye. So. Right. So if you don't know, when you crack open a fertile egg, there should be like a little, they call it a bullseye, but it's like a, I'd say like a two centimeter white little dot on the yolk, kind of. I'm not explaining it very well, but. um, It's a little circle that's like attached to the yolk, basically. Yeah. And that's where your actual chicken starts to grow. Right. And I, they're pretty easy to identify. Like they're either there or they're not. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Okay, this is a question, a rhetorical. Like I'm sure you don't know the answer. But I always wondered why is it that it always is up? Like when you crack, you know, like why is it never underneath the yolk? Like how does it always be on the? How is it always on the top whenever you crack an egg? Maybe there's some air in it because. Maybe. From a biological standpoint, it's like an engine, right? You need three things. You need gas, you need air, and you need a spark. So I don't know where life, you're going with For this. life to exist, you yeah. need air. Right. So 
the if the like the yolk and the mm-hmm. liquid there's not air in that so mm-hmm. you would think that the air would be the oxygen would be in there which would make it float to the top mm. in interesting water. theory in water i mean you know i mean maybe that's i mean that's that's, that's a theory process. yeah i don't that's know i asked you process. you're right i don't know that's Good. where I, that, that's where i would uh, steer to in that Interesting. Well, yeah. So we're not sure what's going on, but like you said, we, we... don't know. But I'm about I'm about done with them, and they're fake Americanos anyway. Yeah. Now the uh, the long oblong one. What is that? An Easter egg? Uh, like, a, like a, we bought it as an Easter egg? No, that one's a Lakeshore. The olive colored one. Yeah, that's a Lakeshore. Okay, I'm not giving up on her yet because she's only given us like we haven't pulled an egg from her yet. Yeah, she doesn't lay very often. She only well, lays like I mean, two a week. Yeah. yeah. It's two weeks? No, like two to three. Like, I think I put like three. I think I put like three in there. Okay. And we're only running a, a week long bet. So I mean, yeah. and she's a brand new layer. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's but true. Yeah, so we're trying to iron it all out before we do the meat, the meat chicken stuff, mm-hmm. which is very crucial because mm-hmm. that's the whole point is that we eliminate the overhead of buying the meat bird right. by making the own cross. Right. Might work, might not work. Figure it out. I know. I'm excited to see how they turn out. Yeah, for sure. How they turn out. Like, yeah, like what oh, they look what their like. Offsprings yeah. look like. Mm-hmm. If they look well, and see, and so we have a benchmark now. Mm-hmm. So we need to take. We're going to take plenty of pictures because we did order straight up eleven Cornish crosses from a hatchery. Mm-hmm. Boom, they're coming. Yep. They're also coming with our birds. We need to cross to make our own meat, or we believe that, mm-hmm. which we're doing white Plymouth and Cornish, mm-hmm. Cornish roosters. And which we can only get the black ones. I know they do not sell the white ones anywhere. And I think it's really because they don't want people to be doing what we're doing. Cause they make so much money off of, but, the, but there's the no different, cross. you know what I mean? It's like, it's I know, but they just different. look different. Like, yeah, who I cares? S- when I, when no, I know. I don't care. You buy but a chicken for me. Like, you're not gonna know what color his feathers were. Yeah, like that's re- literally the only. It should be the only difference. All I care about is poundage and taste. Yeah, those are two things. I need to know that I can give you a quality product with a great taste, mm-hmm. and whether it looks like a Garfunkel or it looks like the perfect <laughs> thing in the world. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, and they'll be coming in less than a month, March 15th. Don't remind me. I gotta spend yeah, more you got money. A lot of things to do. Yeah, I was gonna build a coop for them but then i see the i found it i found a really nice coop that they sell online and i like it i hope it can hold that many birds yeah i kind of worry it can't I might make some modifications mm-hmm. to it maybe okay. i'll maybe i'll cut out part of it and add to it right well and we're gonna have our own run right like it's not just like aren't we gonna add on to it not like anymore. For the run? Not anymore. Oh, I need to see it. So let me see could, it. Because so here and here's why. Here's why. Don't hate me. Oh listeners. No. So here's why. The coop moves. Right. It's got wheels. Yeah. And it's flush with the ground. Okay. So one day their their run mm-hmm. is underneath the whole enclosure here. And then the next day it's in a different spot. Okay, so they get yeah, different yeah. bugs. They mm-hmm. get they get they get moved around. Right. And all this other stuff. But I just one. I, I worry that it's it's too small. Yeah. For them. For well, I feel 11, like we can still. We yeah, can we can still modify or, it. Like. Yeah, maybe we'll buy two and combine them. Okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I think there's still stuff that we can do to give them enough room. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm more worried about room inside of the of the coop coop. Mm. Okay. But who knows? I mean, yeah, they're still gonna. They'll. No what then what gonna, is it that you like about it? That it's a mobile coop, mm-hmm. like a chicken tractor, a right. mobile coop, but then it has the the stationary um, nesting boxes mm-hmm. and an actual coop for them to go inside. So I'm imagine, is it like a wheelbarrow? Like how is no, it movable no, 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 if it's no, no, flush no, no. to the let ground? Me, let me, I'll, and I'll show you a picture while we're even talking. Um, I showed it to my dad earlier today. Um no, so it's 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 got wheels on the bottom of it. Okay. So, oops, I hit the wrong button. It's got it, yeah, mobile, mobile, yeah, mobile gas. That's where I want it. <laughs> um, no, it's got wheels on the bottom of it, and but the whole thing is like an enclosed. Okay, here it is, right here, and it's not even that expensive. Like I cannot buy the material to make this for the price that they are selling it for. Like that's it, right there. Oh Boom. yeah, I like Nesting that. Nesting box, 
coop, And it run. is like a wheelbarrow. That's exactly that what I was not... imagining. What? So for your the listeners, it's... If we're playing charades like what and you, you would... draw that as a wheelbarrow, <laughs> I am never going to guess that. <laughs> I meant like the mechanism of a wheelbarrow. Like you'll tilt it to one side. Like there are only wheels on one side. Yeah, we'll, we'll so you will tilt it. Yeah. That way they're, they're, they're not like freaking out. Like... Right, duh. I mean, how... Yeah. I feel like well, I mean, that goes without not saying. They are still going to be confused when you tilt it up. They're going to fall yeah, off I'm their sure roost. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know what the inside looks like. It might look like shit. I might have to rearrange it. I don't mm-hmm. care. I can't build that at that price. I can't <laughs> right. do it. I You're, can't even come close to it. Right. And so for everyone who can't see it, which is literally everyone, there are wheels on one end of it. So at night, like it's what you would imagine a little chicken coop with a little tiny like run underneath it. And then you'll just like pick one end up and push it and there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Not bad. Can we paint it? You can do whatever you want to the thing. Okay. It's like just like raw wood colored. It's rustic. Rustic. I'll tell you what, my roof's better than that roof. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, because nothing else is, is like that. Like, And then you have, like, you know, the chicken tractors. Mm-hmm. But there's no, you know, like, there's no... There's no, you know? I want them to be... There's no structure, like, hey... Like, and so these are gonna, these are our breeding stock, and we yeah. want to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And we want them to be as less stressed as possible. Mm-hmm. So... When the 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 coop moves overnight, mm-hmm. six feet, I mean mm-hmm. seven feet, however long it is, they just go to a new little area. But like their home is their home, and they can feel safe. They can go in and lay eggs. They got mm-hmm. good, you know, shelter, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, we want them to live a long time. We want them to live a good life and be happy. Like we're just also going to take their eggs from them. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where the the not difficulty, but. Chicken tractors typically are used for meat birds who aren't going to be laying. So the difference with this, it's like we want to be able to move them around, but we, well, we do need their eggs. Egg. Yep. So usually in a chicken tractor, they don't have like an actual coop with a nesting box. And unfortunately, as far as like the free range aspect goes, we can't let them free yeah, range. Yeah, you can't let them. Because if, gonna, if yep. they go free range and our giant Orpington rooster gets a hold of them, then we're not going to get the meat chicken we wanted. We're going right, to get well, some funky crossbreed of a white Plymouth and a Orpington. It's for so many reasons. And if they just pick somewhere else to lay, like all of our hens. I mean, even with our laying hens, like I really try and let them free range as much as possible. And I wish we could just let them free range. Yeah. But they are so prone to laying not in the coop. Like, if they ever have an opportunity to not lay in the coop, they won't. <laughs> like, I don't know. We've done everything. I have the fake eggs. Like, I think we, I think I need to, and it's, you know, I, I think I need to spend a little bit more time and effort into, and, and I mean, our coop is nice. Yeah, it's really nice. It might look a little, a little crooked, but. <laughs> like how we the designed it. it, we designed it how we wanted to design it for the majority mm-hmm. of the part. But then I didn't quite build all like the nest. Like so, I built a nesting box area and like two birds lay there. Yeah, and the other birds were like, hey, you know, f that. Check out this corner over here, bro. <laughs> like this corner is great. And uh, I don't know. I think I, you know, now thinking about it, I think mm-hmm. I know the issue. What the door. The big door that we leave just cracked during the winter, uh-huh. but then we open it during the summer. Uh-huh. I think they lay right in that corner underneath it because the light isn't shining yeah. in there as much, whereas the light kind of goes over to the nesting box area. But Maybe, but who knows? Sometimes they lay literally right in the middle. I've had one of them lay, lay directly in the middle of the maybe we need to, coop maybe, door. Maybe we need to bring the fake eggs back out. Maybe, and I do try to do. I try to leave the eggs that they have in there until the end of the day. But they break them if they do it. I know, and they get them all dirty. Yeah. Like that's how they get the most dirty when you don't. Well, take they're them dirty out. right now because we live in North underwater. North Carolina, yeah. Which, if you own a farm in our area, you know, you know mm-hmm. the deal. It's been raining. It was raining and then snowy and then rainy, and now it's like the first day that we haven't had rain in like weeks. It just sucks. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, this early, like, late winter, early spring, where it's, like, just everything's still dead from the winter, but we're raining, and it's not, ugh, yeah, it's terrible. I hate it. 
Yeah, so that's what's going on with chicken stuff. Mm-hmm. Sheep stuff. Are we, there any new sheep We updates? upgraded our little sheep structure. Yeah, yeah, yep. I have zero faith in it with standing any, any wind. Well, last time we talked, I I was I had a glowing review of it, which I still do. Yeah. But like literally the next day, it like Imploded. completely fell apart. But, but I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, was, so basically, this thing isn't supposed to be like a stationary good structure thing. Mm-hmm. I still firmly believe, and I catch flack for this from some people. Mm-hmm. I still firmly believe in you know the sheep are so close to wild animals. Mm-hmm. Let them, let them do their thing out there. But, mm-hmm. but, got to keep the babies out of the cold rain. Yeah. When yeah. they're babies. You know, as they grow up, they, you know, they get better. They can't, I mean, they want to go out in the cold, especially mm-hmm. to give birth. Yeah. But, those little babies, got you can't, they'll freeze. Yeah. You kill them. Um, so, basically, what this structure is, is simply just to keep, the babies dry during the winter. And then when it's hot, hot, hot during the summer, it will provide some shade because we're doing the regenerative farming and, and mm-hmm. splitting them into smaller paddocks and moving them. And uh, the unfortunate downfall of the smaller paddocks and moving them is that we eliminate a lot of the tree cover mm-hmm. that they're going to get. So to counteract that, we'll have that up with the shade. But then I made it tall, not very tall, but it's only made out of PVC pipe. And it's only, uh, what is it? Is it Schedule 40 or Schedule 80? I can't remember. Either, either way. Either way, it can't, it can't withstand a lot of wind mm-hmm. on it. And so what I might do in the summer, because, you know, we're going to get all of the storms in the summer. Mm-hmm. And a good storm is going to just snap that PVC. Oh, it's so, going to fly away like all those YouTube videos of people finding trampolines in their yard, you know? It could. It could. So we just need to find a better way to, to um, a better uh, on and off, which it's just so muddy that it, it was a nightmare. So I was like, when I get this tarp up, it's mm-hmm. up. Like, mm-hmm. F it. And got it all up just as quick as possible. But... For the summertime, I'm going to find a way to just kind of be, make it a little easier with the tarp so it won't be like zip tied around poles and all this other stuff. Maybe just like two ratchet straps or, well, be four ratchet straps at least and some like couple zip ties. And if we know there's going to be a storm coming that day, we just cut cut it and, mm-hmm. and take the tarp off because without the tarp, it ain't going to do nothing because it's got no wind to catch. Nothing to catch the wind. Right. So they're going to get wet. Yeah. Nobody but... cares. Who cares about that? Okay. They can be wet. It's 80 degrees. Who cares? I know. It, well, it just feels like it defeats the purpose of a shelter. But I know what you're saying. It's really only the for shade. The structure is only and... there to keep them dry when it's freezing. Right. That's the only time I care about keeping them, quote unquote, dry. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're hair sheep. They'll be all right. They'll probably like it. It's hot as, it's hot as shit in the summer. Yeah. Here. Yeah. They'll be like, sweet. Rain. <laughs> Sweet, a hurricane. Well, bottom in the elements. <laughs> the hurricane thing is going to be a whole other thing. That, and I mean, that might be a we build a one permanent structure on our property, yeah. and that's the paddock they head to when mm-hmm. there's, you know, yeah, going to be bad weather. Yeah, in a perfect world, I think that would be phenomenal, but. I also know that would take a lot of time and money. Everything takes time and money, but mm-hmm. buy our meat chickens so yeah. we can improve our farm. <laughs> yeah. So then we can quit our day jobs and just do this all Did the time. Did I tell you I was at the store and they had some broilers for sale in there and I looked at the price? What do you mean them? broilers? Like what we're doing. Big but, broiler. But like alive big... or dead? No, 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 no. They were dead, of course. Isn't, aren't have, like... literally all chickens broilers? No. What is a broiler then? Like... The, like sold as a whole big so you know when we go to the store sometimes you see the smaller chickens and they're cheap and you, but you buy a whole chicken mm-hmm. right the broilers that I saw at the store were big and they were like 17 bucks so the small chickens are not considered broilers no I thought any meat they're chicken whole is chickens. called a broiler no. but okay interesting yeah they come in a bigger bag mm. I know I was I should say I think I was gonna send you a picture but my phone was almost dead so I left it in the car to charge gotcha um, but yeah, they were selling them for like 17 bucks. So I think they wanted 
I can't remember, maybe $3 a pound. Mm-hmm. And our plan was to sell ours for $4 a pound. Mm-hmm. But ours, I mean, farm-raised meat just tastes way better. Yeah. And, yeah. So. Yeah. Worth the price, that's for sure. I can't, I, I just, I don't think I can go higher than $4 a pound. I know, some people, like... Because if I get, like, like, an $8 chicken, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, just for everybody who listens, uh, I was actually looking at the average cost of, uh, they call them pasture-raised broilers, right? Mm-hmm. In the state of North Carolina, you want to guess what the average cost was per pound? Per uh, pound. So Food Lion is $3 per pound. Yeah. The like, average cost of pasture-raised chickens in North Carolina per pound. Four. Six dollars and twenty two cents. Really? Yeah, and I'm sitting there like, well, who in the world is buying an eight pound broiler? Well, okay, it's funny that you say that. So you know how that one time, and I can't even remember who it is, but like a lot of the big, big time, like famous homestead people. Yeah, you were telling me how much he sold his chickens for, and and I was like, I'd never buy one like that. Yeah, I mean, like literally, like twenty six dollars or something like insane. More than that, it was like forty dollars. They live in Charlotte, so like a lot of like these really big New Hampshire. Were they? Or Connecticut. No, that wasn't. that. That's not them. Oh, different one. Um, it's a different one. They might not live, but a lot of the really big time homesteader people do live in Charlotte, which is funny. So they might drive up the price, which is good. I, I just, I just can't. As a. Cons- I just, I just can't sell you something. That I, so I have a philosophy. Okay. I used to, when I was in college, I was, uh, I was a server and. Um, my whole thing was that I would never sell you something that I didn't support myself and, yeah. and, and I couldn't justify myself spending the same amount of money for something. I just couldn't do it, man. So I guess I was a shitty salesman, whatever. I made, I paid my rent, so I guess I'm, you know, it was good enough, but, um, I can't sit here and tell you why you need to buy a $45 chicken from me. Mm-hmm. Now I can tell you why a $20 chicken is all right. Mm-hmm. Like, Twenty dollars, you're gonna get this, 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 and then oh, by the way, if you want me to break it down and like into different cuts, you know, I, I you know charge you like an extra dollar or a dollar and two dollars a bird, boom, yeah, that's it. Like I can sell you that. I I can feel good behind that. I don't. I can't feel good behind selling you a forty five dollar chicken. I can't do it. I would rather just go ahead and butcher them early. And sell them at the same price per pound, mm-hmm. but then be smaller chickens and then have a quicker turnaround time. Yeah. I mean, as people who obviously know all the benefit in like local small business, farm, regenerative, whatever, like still we would not buy that expensive of a chicken. No, for that price, I'm getting a turkey. There's dude. literally no situation. <laughs> there's nothing that you could do to convince me to buy that. Like there's no, like I can't imagine any scenario that I would do that. Even if you were like, I don't know. I don't know. These COVID prices. That's true. I guess that is one. <laughs> I mean, I know <sighs> I saw a surge in, and they say it was a surge. I didn't I didn't get to reel in those benefits at the at the auction, but I hear there's a big surge in lamb prices, but mm. yeah, yeah. Figure, my lambs did not sell for that much, but they weren't somebody got a good deal, somebody got a shitty deal. Sorry about your luck if you bought the shitty deal. Mm-hmm. But, I know I wish <laughs> I obviously don't want to be in contact with the people that bought the sheep because like I don't well, know. Well, if but you I bought horns, they gotta steal. I know I'm very they bought curious horns, they yeah, they gotta steal. Not less not so sure. I I don't I don't know. it was for the best. I like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. She just seemed like she I don't she just seemed off. Yeah. Off. She was just too small for how old she was. And I and I really think that it was the stunted growth kind yeah. of thing, like which you know we are we we fixed. Mm-hmm. I feel we fixed. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hey, I hear the Felts might have um, Sebastian uh, on the uh, on the open market. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd take Sebastian. I would take him, but not until July ish. Yeah. Well, we have to explain. Like, it's a podcast, and everyone. No, yeah, so, our, so we explained it last podcast. We didn't talk about Sebastian. Sebastian's just—he's a ram. Yeah, the our friends, good friends, Jacob and Molly. Mm-hmm. They have a farm and they have some sheep, and they—they uh, had another uh, baby born mm-hmm. today. I so, in the middle of the night, and I think Molly was sad about <laughs> that. But Molly, uh, if you listen to this, 
that's pretty much what they do. <laughs> you're all of you're us. lucky if you get to watch the births. Yeah, almost all of ours. We just wake up and they're there. And they're there. They're there. <laughs> they're good. I mean, Molly, the 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 user good moms. I mean, they really are. You yeah. use, the, the, for the majority of time, mm-hmm. they're good. Yeah. Um, and so you don't really have a whole lot to worry about. So. I think so. All their yearlings gave birth already. They had two. I think they have two yearlings and one older one. Mm-hmm. And so she's hoping for twins on the older one. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Logical. Yeah. yeah. We could be like our our one big fat ass you who just drops like fifteen pound babies. Like yeah. that's just unreal. That's stupid. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. Like, ugh. I was told I need to call her. Like no, I'm not calling. No, I'm not like calling at you that drops a 15 pound baby I when would, they're when on average they're six pounds. And especially what? now that it's a uh, ram, like yeah. that's best case scenario. Like already starting off the bat. Besides, with, like, I, I love I love that sheep. Yeah, she's great. I mean, I say that, but like she's not a pet, and, and don't get me wrong, she won't be a pet. But but it's different. Her and with Denise. Our... Her and Denise. It's, top marks. It's different with our. Oh my gosh, we need to move this chair. It's so annoying. <laughs> it, it's it's lot, not it's farting. Chair. It's just the rubbing of. No, we our cut two the chairs. fart. We cut the fart out in the earlier <laughs> take. Um. Anyway, the I feel like the breeding use are different though, because like you, I feel like we can get more attached to them. I mean, we're obviously going to be more attached to them, but, but they're it's more like, like pets. But it's like I would say they're pets. They're not pets. If they go downhill, I mean, Easter was supposed to be a breeding you. Yeah. What, what, did, we spent an extra, what, 15 bucks, tried to fix her, tried to save her, wasn't going to work, put her down. I mean, but isn't that for any, I don't know. I guess it's all about. If it was a pet, I'd spend a lot more than 15, 15 oh. bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like You it's know, all, if it was a dog, some... I'd be like, yo, okay, can, like, what are we looking at here? I feel like it's all semantics. You take a dog to the vet. You don't. Mm-hmm. You don't take a sheep to the vet. Yeah. Okay. Which, I mean, I, I'm sorry if you if some of our listeners do. Mm-hmm. I'm. We just when we got into this thing, what did we say? When we got into the farm thing, what did we say? They're livestock. They're not pets. Exactly. But we also said we wouldn't name them. I never said that. Yeah, we did. No. We pretty much name all of them. Yeah. We haven't named the chickens because I can't. I'm not keeping. Nope. Not no. doing that. No. And some of our lambs don't have names, do they? No, they all yeah. have names right now. They all have names right now, except for the newborns. No, the no, newborns, yeah, don't. the newborns don't. Yeah, I think well, uh, one, maybe it's Pam too. I think she's getting ready. I do too. I was she's thinking about kind of rounding out. Yeah, we need to we need to uh, worm them soon. Get our worming regiment going. Mm-hmm. Sheep catching. Yeah, Goody hasn't quite put the weight back on yet, which Can we I'm wait? sure her ram is sucking her dry, though. Can we wait until it's not so muddy? I don't want to wrangle sheep in the mud. Yeah, I wrangle sheep every day. Goody is now, she's learned the bad, she's learned a bad habit, but she's still, still love that sheep. Mm-hmm. She hops over the dang fence. Just because she's excited. No, she, well, okay, yes. She hops over the fence when she sees me grabbing the hay out of the out of the shed, mm-hmm. and then she'll just start grazing on the good grass out there yeah. and wait for me. Like while she's waiting, she's like, and I'm afraid that she's going to be like, "Oh yeah, this is what the grass was like." Yeah, well, how do we stop that? I mean, there's got to be a way to stop her. Yeah, better fencing, which we're working on. It's coming. We're getting better fencing. Yeah, it seems like you have a plan for that that I don't know about. I do. Well, we they talked told about, you it. about it. It's the white fencing, right? I just didn't know it was like coming soon. You it's not coming. Oh, I mean, I need more money. Yeah, you get some money for me. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Buy our chickens. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, if you do want to buy some chicks, um, I feel like we're just kind of rolling batches here. We, mm-hmm. I mean, Randy, Randy needs fifty laying hens. That should be pretty much wrapped up. Um, a couple other orders wrapped up, and. Yeah, so it'll be, everything I think should be wrapped up by the time that all the people who want to get into and get chickens and stuff mm-hmm. will, you know, if you want chicks. Yeah. Yeah, we they're just, they're, they're mixes, but 
we may order that mobile coop earlier and go ahead and put a couple specific breeds in mm-hmm. there and that way we can market just leghorns and you know yeah like we could either do the leghorns or the orpington i want i feel like orpingtons are popular but we only have one hen so i mean max we could get like maybe 10 eggs in there you know what i mean like we need we just a don't third have the we need a third coop or something we need a third thing because I really, after seeing all these chickens born, I am not sure that that Orpington is fertile. I know. we, And th- maybe that's the other thing, wrapping back around to chickens. But, like, I am, like, 99% sure all but, like, one are mixed with Easter Eggers. So we have two root... Well, we, at the time that these were fertilized, we have two roosters we have an orpington rooster and an easter egger rooster the orpington is more dominant like he's top of the pecking order yeah so i figured pretty much all of them would probably be orpington like orpington mixes but i don't think they are like all of the leghorns so when the leghorns are born or when they're hatched the full ones they're completely white like they're white with yellow legs and then when a full-bred orpington chick is born it's completely yellow. And these all have spots. They all have black spots. And that's what they look do like. Our when... first three have black spots? What do you mean? Our the first... bigger ones. The yeah, three, that's three, originally when we were like, I think we're all, they're all, that's what I mm. meant. Like, wow, what are the odds that all of those are all Easter egger mixes? But so anyway, the three all had the had spots and I was like wow that's really weird and then all of the um new batch the yellow ones all also are spotted so I don't know yeah I don't know either Uh, maybe it's something weird and maybe maybe he's got like some genetic thing too maybe he's the maybe he fertilized the ones that like died Mm -hmm. the ones that were fertile and growing and then just Complete. weird you know there's a lot of factors that huh. go into this that would be really bizarre yeah i don't know i don't know either but we should figure it out yeah we will we're working on it yeah hey who knows i mean orphanton's gotta go i'm fine with that he's so loud i'm really done with him <laughs> like anytime you walk out he like starts cockadoodling and then all the roosters like in a one mile radius. Yeah, but start. he's the one. He, he, I like him for different. I like him. I kind of like him for that. He lets me know when people are coming. Like, I knew my dad showed up today because I heard him <laughs> spark up. I like, and earlier I was outside. I forget what I was doing. Maybe I was like moving trash or something today. Mm-hmm. And I heard a Cooper's Hawk go, you know, that mm-hmm. classic eagle screech. And the second that Cooper's Hawk screeched, he lit up and all the chickens like got underneath the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's good, but so he's a good guardian. I mean, that's what you want out of a rooster, but if he's not fertile, then there's no point. There's no point. Yeah. So it's like, uh, maybe what we do is we get that new coop, right? Mm-hmm. We put the oh, gosh, I don't know. I want to catch him because he, it's going to tear me up. Yeah. I still have a scar from one of the other ones who didn't really have a spur. This dude's got like a turkey spur. Yeah. This thing's he's, big. He's a big guy. I might throw a net on him. Or I'll just punch him. I don't know. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> if he attacks me. <laughs> nah, he's a big boy. Like, yeah. big boy. I'll probably just throw a net on I him. I know. He I could be know. a good... Re- I don't know. That's why it's like a So bummer. we should get the mobile coop. Mm-hmm. Put him in there. Mm-hmm. Put a leghorn in there. Mm-hmm. Put an Orpington in there. Mm-hmm. And maybe one other bird. Mm-hmm. And... Let him go for like 30 days and then, I mean, we can always throw him in the mixed batch and not worry mm-hmm. about it. But after 30 days, is yeah. it 30 days or 10 days? I thought I could have swore I saw something that said 30 days. That's but spoiler alert, I haven't read up on it that much for that purpose. So after however many days, then we'll collect a batch specifically from there. Well, you have to say why you're doing that time frame. Oh, because apparently, like, the sperm lives up in there and fertilizes the eggs. So they need to, like, quarantine, essentially. Right. We heard, well, I heard from Nate, who heard 
We're I not just read. Sure I just how. read something. I just can't remember. I think it said ten. Day, I think it said ten days. I don't know why thirty days. In my head. I think it said ten days. Yeah. So hope it's possible that they're not. For, it's one hundred percent. If you talk over, I'm me still one talking. More you time. were the one trying to interrupt my mind. I'm still talking. This is the divorce cast. <laughs> it is not oh the divorce cast. Uh, uh, anyway, they're. Yeah, they're supposed to be fertile for, like, ten days. So if I'm understanding the secondhand information that I'm getting, like, if a rooster, you know, bangs a chick, then, like, her next ten eggs should be fertile from that one rooster. But we're not sure how it works with multiple roosters, so who knows. And multiple bangings. Well, yeah, right? I don't know. And anything. We'll figure it out. We got a lot of ideas, and, yeah, we're just going to go. Yeah, well, I want to talk about the garden real quick because what that's going to be the big, the big thing coming up too. Is <laughs> the summer garden? Why are you laughing? Because it's underwater. I can't help you with your garden until Mother Nature allows me to help you with the garden. I know. I'm just saying that like it's time to start the seeds. It doesn't matter what the weather is I thought is you right already now. started a bunch of seeds. I did, but those were for early. Like, now it's for the main oh. garden, which I'm already late for. Our, whatever, eight weeks before the first or last frost is usually Valentine's Day weekend, so I'm already a week behind. That's just one week. Yeah. So we'll do it this week. We'll do it tomorrow. Start tomorrow. Yeah. Boom. It's just such a big project. It's really, really big. So announcement, announcement for me that I guess you, you probably haven't heard about. Uh-oh. So... No potatoes this year. No potatoes. From me. Okay. Sorry. All corn in my in my garden. Why did you make that decision? Because of the soil. Well, because of the unknown factor with what's going on with the mm-hmm. potatoes. We okay. don't know what's going on, but it, but we know that it didn't affect the corn. Yeah. So I don't know. I bought you new corn too, FYI. You did? Mm-hmm. What kinds? Um, that's a good question. I I don't remember. Well, I have like 8 million corn kernels Mm -hmm. from last year. Yeah. And probably the year before. Yeah. So I think this year I need to cut my emotional ties with the corn and like double plant them and then pluck one every time and cry. (laughs) I I I, I know I guess I haven't talked about this in podcast. I hate, I despise thinning plants. Mm -hmm. I hate it. Yeah. But then I get mad if, if I didn't plant enough of them. And then I get mad if they produce small because they're all, like, probably the roots are all, all you know, yeah. on each other. So. It's hard to kill a completely healthy plant. Like, I, it's hard for me to. I know. Too. I wish I could transplant them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't. And we can try that, too. Like yeah, They say corn. That's why you don't start corn. Yeah, but why not try? What's the worst that can happen? It just doesn't Shitty work. Shitty corn. We I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of shitty corn. Okay. Remember the first year I grew corn, how shitty it was. Yeah. I want corn that we can send to Dave Portnoy and get mm-hmm. a shout out yeah, about how so awesome funny. the corn is. Yeah. <laughs> Goals. Yeah. For sure. Because he said that the corn guys are selling themselves short. What are the chickens doing in there? I don't there? know. I wonder if it's getting. Can you hear that on the podcast? No, there's no way you can hear that on the podcast. Our chickens are like. Should I go check on them? Uh, who knows? Maybe a. Maybe, a, I don't know, a fly flew in there. <laughs> That's not possible. But They're probably just fighting or something. Who knows? Okay, we'll check on them in a little bit. We will. Weird, but yeah. Corn, 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 corn. Mm-hmm. I slacked on the corn last year. I put my heart and soul into the potatoes. And please message us if you know what's going on with our potatoes. <laughs> Other than we were blitzed by Colorado beetles. We know that. 100% know that. Saw it, and then I couldn't figure out what the F was going on with them. Mm-hmm. And then I did a lot of research and found out what was going on. But then, then they got the wireworms, not a lot, some wireworms, and then they had those little mites in them or something, and they turned to mush. Mm-hmm. The plant would just die, like wilt, like blight or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, why is that going on? I, we, we put top-grade soil in there. It's a raised garden bed. It's above the clay bed. It's three years now. We put clay breaker in it. We put, like I said, high quality soil. We've tilled it. We've fertilized mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Why? What is going on? Mm-hmm. Why am know. I digging up mush? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then why did we even dig up mush mm-hmm. in the containers in front of the house? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. Is Can I talk there? about my garden, please? 
<laughs> this has been the Nate podcast. He is on one today. What? Okay. Anyway, your your garden. Yeah, mm-hmm. my garden. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what, like, how many of each plant to do. We need to find a sweet spot. I feel like you should start way more than you think, mm-hmm. and then plant a little more than you think. So. Okay, because you think I'm going to kill a lot of them. No, not because I think you are going to kill a lot of them. Because of where we live. I, I think yeah. last year, late frost, mm-hmm. killed a lot of our stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I know, that bird over there. Should I check? Okay, you keep talking. I'm going to check on them. I just got yelled at for talking about my garden, and you're going to walk away and leave me in control of the podcast. Um. So, I guess I'll just talk to our listeners about this. So... Last year, we had a late frost, killed a lot of stuff. I think that if April plants way too many plants in the seed starting phase inside, indoors, then if we get a freak late frost again, she'll have plenty of plants to put back in the garden where those plants died. And if not, we can give them to people. We can sell them to people and go from there. That's, How many chickens should we have? Uh, three plus nine. Okay, good. I thought... Okay. Everything's fine. I just thought we were missing one. So, we're not missing a chicken. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, no. I know. And I think the way that I have started to try to amend that is to do them... Um, like more um secession planting so like i don't do all of them at front like I think my you first do all of them up front. because it always seems like that's like what we blame our problems on the plants outside like oh we started them too late like because you remember how i was always like well why aren't they growing you you were always telling me well, we started them too we started yeah. these ones too late so we start all our shit at the same time and then we only plant Half of it, and we know that we have way too many plants. We know this. Mm-hmm. Already know it going into it, right? Mm-hmm. Then if something happens and they die out there, even if all of them die, we have enough for your regular garden to go right in. And if they don't die, we can sell or give them away. I'm confused. So what am I am I hoarding half of them and half of them yes. live inside? You plant twice as many as you think you need. Well that's and you kind plant of, That's kind of exactly what I'm saying, but instead of just not like you're just doing the opposite of what I'm doing. So you're saying plant them all at the same time and then keep half of them inside. Yes. I'm saying do half Uh and then like a week or two later, do the other half and then plant them out when they're supposed to. Well, you're going to plant them all out when they're supposed to. But that's where we're running into the issue. When I do it when we're supposed to, if we have a late frost, that's when everything dies. Yes. but that. So that's why I would wait a week. But we're talking about the same thing. Oh. Yeah, we're talking about doing the same thing, just two different ways. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But then we are also, but then sometimes we're also like, oh, well, the roots got cramped and because we... That's why I'm trying to do it my way. Because with yours, they're just an extra week in the container. Yeah, but at least and they're mine, alive. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'm going to do it. How I'm imagining, it and if it fails, desires. then we'll do it your way. I next support week. you 100. percent Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh yeah. Well, we have a ton. Like now, my issue is I keep getting new tomato plants every year, but I also want to plant the old varieties that I have. So we have like 20 varieties of tomatoes, and now I'm having a hard time like cutting ties with them. But I also think that's way too many. That is probably too many. <laughs> So what do we want for tomatoes? Are we wanting I want some big tomatoes. Are we what what is like our number one? Like are we trying to make them for sauce or salsa or just fresh eating or fresh eating and sauce? Mm-hmm. I think for me are one and two. Okay. That makes sense. And then a decent amount of cherry tomatoes because our children love them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to have like a couple on the porch, like in containers, for Troy to take care of, quote unquote. Yeah, every time I try to grow crap in containers, they don't work. But you try and grow things that are hard in containers. I try to grow like, like bush, bush pickles. Yeah, but you also <laughs> did those too late 
in the year. I was everything too late. Yeah. Is it too late for Brussels? I, it is too late for Brussels sprouts. No. Yeah. I know. I'm so tired of not growing Brussels. Somebody mail me a Brussels sprout plant, please. Message we, me. I'll give you our address. Yeah, we just can't do brassicas. I also thought it'd be the year for broccoli. Nope. Nope. I have a couple growing up there, but now I feel like it's too late to even put them out. Now that the garden's not even close. It has not even begun. <laughs> the garden, it's like the actual plot. How bad's the clay over there? Bad. Well, I've been working on the soil for five years, so in my garden bed, it's not bad. But in the bed, if we're gonna... but the bed is asparagus. No, no, no. In like the garden area oh, that cool. I've been planting, but we're expanding it, so I'm sure the other part is probably clay. Yeah. Or the opposite. I don't know because it floods over there. So if it floods, that probably <sighs> means there's clay under it because that's how okay. it works. Because the water can't get through the clay. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I just, I'm ready for it to be done. I don't like that process. Like, I know a lot of people. Let's just move to a state that doesn't have clay. <laughs> I know. I'd be like, what? We're coming to the Midwest, folks. <laughs> Hell no. God, that would be awful. Sorry, all Midwest people. What? Why would it be awful? I would love living there. Don't let April speak for me. Okay. Midwest for life. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, not That's for me. That's where we're going to go when I, when I raise bison. You can just have a second home over there. This will be the second home. Not here. <laughs> but at the beach, probably. Yeah, I can do it at the beach. Yeah, and then we'll just live in, like, Minnesota the rest of the year. We'll come terrible. spend winters down here, and then we'll live in Minnesota. <laughs> do you hear? Yeah, okay. Well, what? keep like, me posted like when that happens. Okay. <laughs> Where else am I going to put bison? I don't know, baby. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, is that all, I guess? I kind of had more with the garden, but I feel like I just need to do that part on my own because you could not give two fucks about the garden. I like the, well, I like that you do the garden. Mm -hmm. That's the best way for me to phrase it. I like that you do the garden. Yeah, well, I'm excited. I have a lot of new pepper varieties. Okay. I have the new paprika. Um, I have cayenne. Paprika okay. is hard. I have been looking for a good paprika variety, but apparently there's not like an actual like paprika pepper. Like it's a different like blend or something weird. Something weird about that weird. that I can't find the right pepper for. Um, but I do have cayenne. I'm really excited about that. So we'll have our own knock on wood, our own cayenne. And kind of on that note, I have a crap ton of garlic growing in the raised bed now too. And it's mm. been like my dream to make our own garlic powder. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if we have quite that much. I want to make our own garlic salt because I use garlic salt. Yeah. A lot. I mean, same diff and that'll make it eat, go even further because you cut it with salt. That's what I'm talking about. Um, what are your pre- predictions for the asparagus? Now that we're going into year what now? I don't know. We're going into year five, I believe. It should be good. I need to fertilize it more. Um, that's all I my list of things. Yeah, that's all my list of things to do. Um, last year was awful with it, and I don't know why. I don't know mm. why. Yeah, it should get better every year. Yeah. But last year, it was terrible. So the year before was better than last mm-hmm. year? Oh, boy. Yeah. Trying in the wrong direction. Not good. And I don't know, again, if it was just... Not fertilizing enough, so I I will definitely do that because the only, the difference between those years is I had put strawberries in there, so they might be taking up nutrients too. So yeah. I'm gonna have to double down. Well, those strawberries only live for a certain amount of years. Mm-hmm. How, the asparagus live forever, right? I think so, or like a, a stupid amount of time, like thirty years or oh, something. Yeah, yeah. But the strawberries die after like what five years? Yeah, I think after five years, their production goes down, but ours shoot off a lot of runners, so oh, that's we like should, restarting. yeah, so we can, like, kind of restart them, hopefully. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm really excited. Hopefully the big start of the garden will be started this week. I gotta get it in. Gotta just do it. I'm really trying to label everything more than I usually do. Usually I just don't yeah, label, label. Ed, ed, But what do I label it on? Like, it has to be waterproof. We don't drink milk, so I don't have like milk jugs. I mean, we what? have juice. Like, what? What, what, what do, you, do I write the label on? What do you mean? What do you write on? On the seeds? How do I identify? I know I could write on the container, but Aren't you talking about the, the pods. Yeah. 
I'll just bring you a roll of white tape. But how, when I plant them into the ground, how am I going to know? Like, oh, you can, if you have something to put it in, oh, then you can put it in the ground in the garden. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. So we'll have to figure that. I mean, I can always buy them. Like, that, that's the obvious yeah, like, answer, but there's... Like popsicle sticks. Right, yeah. But they have to be But bigger than what we think, because if it gets... We gotta do... I gotta do better. You're gonna have to do better at telling me to do better and getting the weeds. Weed whacking. Weed whacking, We just yeah. need a better... We need to make, like, big walkways, mm -hmm. and here's the plant, and... Kill the weeds around it. Yeah. We'll do better. We'll do better. This year, it'll be better. Everything will be better. Best year ever. Best year ever. Oh, uh -oh. is red. Heads up. Oh, maximum recording time. All right. Well, I guess now we're forced to end it. Okay. See you all next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye.